Welcome to your favorite podcast, Cosmic Queen. Get ready to discover soulful selling and marketing strategies. Learn how to stop overthinking everything by reprogramming your subconscious mind. And finally, level up your business, your income, and your success. Yes, girl, it is all happening right now. So grab your earbuds, light up your manifestation candle. It is time to hack the quantum field, create success that defies logic, and let out your inner alpha. Let's go ahead and get started. Hello, today we are talking about a triggering topic, which is online comparison triggers. And so whether you're online or not, I'm sure that you've had this feeling before where you see somebody and you're like, that bitch has my life. That's what I want. Or you see somebody posting something and you're like, that person cannot be as happy as she claims to be. Or how dare she talk about those things? We're not allowed to talk about those things. So we're going to go super deep into what's actually going on from a subconscious standpoint when you are actively being triggered, when you are actively allowing yourself to drop into that space of comparisonitis, of not good enoughness, of jealousy, of judgment, whatever else it is that we're feeling. And I'm going to share my unique perspective with you as I've worked through my own triggers and my own kind of comparison things. But I'm going to start off by saying one of the biggest blocks that there is to success, one of the biggest things that's going to block you from success is not believing that you can have success exactly as you are. Feeling like you need to be different somehow, that you have to be more of this or less of that, that you can't have success the way that you look, that you need to look more like that other person, that you can't have success because of something that you grew up with, right? The way that you grew up because you don't have a degree, because you don't have a diploma, because you don't have a partner, because you have a partner, because you have kids, because you don't have kids, right? Everybody has their reason why they're like, can I actually be successful with this quote unquote shadow, right? And the answer is yes. The answer is you absolutely can. And you can actually only be successful exactly as you are. Once you realize that you actually are whole, that you actually are enough, that you don't have to change. That's when you can unlock the level of success that you are here to unlock. When you stop feeling like you have to be somebody else or that you have to be more like this other person or less like yourself in any kind of way. So all day long, and I started off with online triggering because when we are in this online space, it's like all day long, we depend on social media for our businesses and we're just scrolling people's highlight reel on social media. And I think that there's always judgment when we call it a highlight reel. And it's like, I say that with no judgment, right? Like we are allowed to share whatever side of ourselves it is that we want to share on our social media. We don't have to bear it all. We don't have to share every little aspect about our lives because to me, that's actually a form of not enoughness for me that's actually you saying, I believe that in order to be relatable or liked or whatever, I have to share the the struggle. I have to share the dark side. And then you keep dragging yourself there. So it's allowed to be whatever it is that you want it to be, right? Just starting off there. But we're scrolling social media and we're kind of seeing all of this. You know, we're seeing people doing it their way. If you are an online coach, your feed is probably full of people with huge personalities and personalities that they're using to sell because that's what it is 
at the end of the day, our social media feed is full of ads, essentially. So we're seeing not just a highlight reel version of this person, but their ads version, right? This is who they are as this persona that they are marketing. And that's fine. Obviously, that's what we do. That's what we're here to use our social media for. But it does definitely require you keeping yourself grounded. I think that that's our responsibility. As we scroll, keeping ourselves grounded, remembering that it doesn't matter whether it's real life or it's not, because the truth is that it's both. You know, it is our real life for so many of us. But remembering that we're not here to compare ourselves to others, that we're not here to consume, we are here to create. So the first thing, anytime that you're scrolling your feed and you're ending up in that space of like just staring at what people are doing, judging, questioning yourself, second guessing other people, second guessing yourself, the antidote is always step into creation mode. Because when you are creating, when you're actually being the person that you're here to be, when you're putting out the things that you're here to put out into the world, it doesn't matter what other people are doing. So when we're in that comparison space, it's because we are not doing what we're here to do. So it's about taking a step back, creating. And if you need to mute people, snooze people, unfriend people, whatever it is that you need to do to be able to turn off that little comparison space and jump into creation mode, do it. Because you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your people to be putting out stuff that you're here to do. You are here to be the person that you're here to be online, offline, everywhere. And so to understand really why all of this is going on, we need to know a little bit about how the brain works. So at any given moment, you have so much stimuli coming into your brain. Your brain is seeing so many things. Your brain is hearing so many things, noticing so many things, especially when you're on your phone, when you are online, there's like so much stimuli to pick up. Your brain has something called a reticular activating system, and that's in charge of showing your brain what it is that you want to see. So that stimuli is being picked up. It is filtered through, and then you get a filtered version of reality that is based on the thoughts that you have and the beliefs that you have because your brain is going to show you more of what you believe of what is in congruence with what you believe and what you feel and what you think so that reticular activating system constantly picking up the visuals around you it's constantly feeding them into your brain and our brain our thoughts are what decides what that ras is going to show us so when you really want something whether you believe that it's possible for you or not the second that you think that thought that is going to come into your space. It's going to seem like everybody around you has that thing that you want. I notice it all the time when people want to come out with a program, right? They've got this great idea. That thought comes into your head. Now, suddenly you look around and it feels like everybody is talking about the same idea. Everybody is already doing the thing that you want to do. What is even the point when you have the thought, my gosh, I don't have this thing. I'm not making enough. I'm not doing enough, et cetera, et cetera. What your brain is going to show you is more evidence of that. Wow. Yeah, you don't have enough. And look at this other person. They're making so much money. Yeah, you are not doing enough. And look at that person. They're launching another program. So what you are picking up on, the triggers that are being shown to you are based on your own thoughts and your own beliefs. So when we're coming from a place of lack, we're setting ourselves up for failure, really, regardless of the outcome. Because when we focus on what we don't have, our brain just shows us more evidence of what we don't have. And to understand what I mean by lack, I don't just mean money because lack has so many different forms. So when we talk about lack, I'm talking about not enoughness. I'm talking about your feelings of not being enough, not doing enough, not having enough. That is a form of lack. I'm talking about lack of opportunities. So you believing that there are not enough clients 
And now suddenly seeing someone's celebration post, oh, I got a new client. And you're like, oh my gosh, that means one less client for me. Lack, 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 lack. And what happens with lack is that it clouds our judgment. When we make decisions from a place of lack, scientists have found that it's as bad as not sleeping for days. That is how bad our decision-making skills are. So when you're in this place of lack, your brain is only going to show you more of it. Your reticular activating system is only going to grab on to the things that are going to reinforce these lack feelings that you are feeling. So anytime that any of these spirals come about, it's because it started with you and it started with your own feelings about it, with your own feelings about what's possible for you, about what you're achieving, about what pace you're achieving at, about whatever else. It's you. So lack is going to show up and it's going to give you more evidence of the person that has the thing that you want. And it's going to present that as evidence that now you can't have it because it's gone. There's only one client. There's only one sum of money that's going around. And if somebody else has it, that means that there's less for you. But lack can show up in other sneakier ways. So it can show up as you seeing someone who's really successful or seeing someone who feels really lucky and then blaming yourself. That's never going to happen to me because I'm not lucky enough because lack, lack, lack. That's not going to happen to me because my hair looks different, because my voice is different. My accent's different. The way that I grew up is different whatever. And I'm noting differences, but the same thing happens when the person looks like you and talks like you and acts like you. Sometimes then it's even worse because you're like, here's this person with all of the skills that I have and they're making it happen and I'm not. And therefore it must not be external variables. It must be me and something about me that's different or wrong or whatever. So when you have these triggers, it can feel so, so awful. And you might notice that there are people that trigger you in particular. And you might realize that there are sometimes people who don't trigger you. And then every once in a while they do. And it's so uncomfortable, especially when you really like the person. Because sometimes it's through no fault of their own. People can only be themselves and can only do their own thing and can only show up in the way that they want to be showing up. And it's unfair of us to judge them for that because of the way that it makes us feel, right? We need to have personal responsibility over our feelings. But the beauty of this is that when all of this has happened, what your brain has actually shown you is this delicious evidence that what you want is actually possible for you. And let me tell you about another brain hack. Your brain can only create what it can visualize. So when you see somebody that has what you want, it is the greatest gift that your brain could possibly give you and that you can give your brain. Because now it's like the biggest shortcut ever for your brain. Your brain could have sat here and and tried to create this scenario out of thin air. But instead, now it's actually sitting down and seeing somebody who has the thing that you want, seeing somebody who has a successful business, seeing someone who has a happy marriage, seeing someone who, you know, has a kid, whatever it is that your thing is. Your brain can wrap its mind around that and can actually go out and help you create it because now it knows that it's possible and it knows what it looks like. So it has some kind of vision to actually make the thing happen. So when you have that trigger come up for you, it's an amazing moment to try to practice gratitude as hard as it is and as hard as it feels, but to just try to just open up your heart. You can actually literally put your hand over your heart and just imagining it like opening up with love and joy and gratitude as you look at this person and their picture or whatever else. It'll make you feel a lot better than hiding and running away from it. 
but you can practice gratitude. You can practice flipping that lack into gratitude and then explore it, explore the trigger, dig into it. What is it about what this person is doing that triggers you? What is it that you're not doing that you perceive that you don't have? What kind of lack is this bringing up for you? Why are you slipping into comparison mode? Is it a personal responsibility thing? Do you need to actually be taking action on something that you're not taking action on? Is it a belief thing? Are you believing that it's not possible for you? Are you are you telling yourself that it's not possible for you? And now here's this person without these, you know, limiting beliefs out doing the thing. Is it something that they're saying that you somewhere, somehow deep in your heart, believe that you're not allowed to say? And then you're like, who does this person think she is? Who is she to be talking this way? Who is she to be saying talking about money, right? Sharing her celebrations. Who is she to be talking about how amazing she is? We are not allowed to do that. Because on a subconscious level, so many of us still hold those beliefs. As much work as we do on this, we have all these beliefs about what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do. And when we can see somebody who pushes those limits or who like smashes them out of the water, period, it can feel so deeply uncomfortable for us. And it leaves us really kind of questioning ourselves. Sometimes you just need to block a bitch. Let's be real, all right? Sometimes you just need to block somebody like you are not going to like them. It has nothing to do with anything else. And in those moments, again, opening up your heart to gratitude, because this is one of those pivotal, incredible self-trust moments where you give yourself permission to be you, to be human, be a little bit petty, be whatever. You can trust yourself. If you don't like somebody, it's okay for you not to like them. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you don't like somebody... It is torturous to force yourself to follow that person, to look at their stuff, to see all the people that like them. And then you're sitting there wondering, how can people be so oblivious to this? Well, they're not. Sometimes people can just like different people. So if that's coming up for you, it's okay. You have to give yourself permission. It is a form of people pleasing to force yourself to sit there and sit with your triggers and explore what's going on with me and go back to all your trauma. And why is this coming up? And what do I feel like I'm not? allowed to do when at the end of the day, the reason why you're sitting there so triggered is because your self-trust wounds are coming up and your inner self is wondering, why can we not just move on from this? Why are you not allowing us to just move on? Why can we not just block this person or unfriend them? And the truth is that you can. You're allowed to do that because at the end of the day, it's your life and you have to set yourself up for the greatest chance that you have to be the person that you want to be. So if you feel like you can't be yourself when someone else is around, then that's a cue that they are not the person for you. If you feel like you're not being your best self when this person is around or you're seeing them or whatever, that's a cue that this person is probably not the best for you energetically for whatever reason. Maybe it's some karmic ties, some soul patterns, some who knows what, right? But sometimes it's not our job to figure that out. And it's so important to be doing this work. So going back, the three questions to ask yourself, am I triggered because this person is doing something that I'm not doing, but that I want? Am I triggered because looking at this person is making me feel like what I want is not possible for me? Am I triggered because I'm judging this person because secretly I'm judging myself? And four, is this a self-trust moment? Is this a time for me to just lean into this, to trust myself, to block, to move on, to bless and release. When we can do this work regularly, it speeds up our manifestation so, so, so much because everything that we perceive in others is just a projection from what we have inside us. So when we're perceiving that others have something, it's actually just us reflecting that back out. So all of the negativity that we're sending out, we're actually sending to ourselves. All of the negative feelings that we're sending out are actually coming right back to us. All of the things that we are judging other people for, 
we are also judging ourselves for. So when we judge other people for what they're earning or what they're doing, and especially when it's people that are doing or earning what we want to be doing or earning, we are holding ourselves back in such a huge major way because that judgment never leaves. So now when you start making money, you're like, oh, I remember that time that I judged a person for doing this. So now I perceive that everybody is judging me. Why? Because you're the actual judgmental person. So let's release judgment. Let's release our lack. Let's transmute it into gratitude. And sometimes let's give ourselves permission to be humans navigating a really, really tricky space that is full of landmines and triggers and just choose to love our human and let our human move on and not force ourselves to do the things that make us uncomfortable all the time. Sometimes it's okay to take a break from the work. And this comes from someone that loves the work. So that's your permission slip for the day. Allow yourself to have a feed that fills you with gratitude. Allow yourself to work through the things that are actually keeping you stuck, to work through the things that are keeping you unhappy or in lack, and allow yourself to be you, even when that's flawed, even when it's not easy. If you loved this episode, I guarantee you are going to love hanging out with me. So come over to my Facebook group, Ready For More, Change Your Thoughts, Transform Your Life, and let's keep this party going. 